Yeah, Sully Dog Blues and Roots here. Interview with uh, Ben Wicks from uh, Blues Roulette. Take it away, Nathan. Yeah, talking about the uh, new album, uh, Kings and Queens, coming out. And uh, what Blues Roulette's all about, uh, where it's been, uh, been and where it's going. Hi, I'm um, Sully Dog Blues and Roots here. We've uh, got Ben Wicks. We're going to sit down for a little bit and talk to us about Blues Roulette and uh, a new EP he's uh, got out with some great players. So, welcome to the show, Ben. Hi, and thanks for having me. No worries. Well, tell us about um, this new album uh, you've got coming out. Well, essentially it's a, a live recording from a tour um, earlier in the year. Uh, I had... Um, a couple of artists down from New South Wales. Uh, they came down to Victoria and we did a run of shows and one of those shows, we were just lucky enough that someone recorded it and, uh, you know, I've done a bit of spit polishing and it sounded really good. Great, who have you got playing on that? Uh, it's an EP, isn't it? Yeah, four tracks. Um, Cass Eager, Frank Sultana, Christina Croft and PJ O'Brien and each of those artists has one track um, on the EP. Fantastic. Well, I've, I've heard a pre-release and I'm very impressed uh, with the sounds I'm hearing. Now, tell me, that, they're not all Victorian, are they, those people? No, none of them are. They're All those artists are from New South Wales and the the band is all from Melbourne or all from, New, uh, from Victoria. So we basically just got together and jammed some blues. Yeah. Fantastic. Now... Tell me, what's this Blues Roulette thing? It's put out under the name of Blues Roulette. Where does all that fit in? So, Blues Roulette was a bit of an accidental brainchild of mine about four and whatever years ago, four or five years ago. And essentially, um, it was uh, my way of playing while I was running a small business and didn't have any time to uh, rehearse. So I cooked up an excuse uh, to get together with some mates and play some blues tunes um, at a little bar in Melbourne. Um, And it's kind of grown from there. Um, I'm now booking tours for interstate artists. Um, The house band or the core band that is the Blues Roulettes now supporting US artists when they tour out here in Australia. Uh, we're doing festivals all over the country and it, it's you know it's just it's kind of a house jam band i yeah, guess yeah. yeah like a wrecking crew is it? With, with guests yeah yeah so every show because we don't actually have a singer every show is is different so we have a different artist um join us we call them a guest of the blues roulette um and every Every week or every show is is completely different because it just depends on what that artist calls or what that how that artist is feeling, and you know we give them a lot of a lot of rope. Um, we'll have artists turn up that are known for doing jump blues and 
play Zappa tunes all night, and that's totally fine with us. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's it's brings a little bit of that joy and a little bit of that freedom back to actually playing music. Um, and you know, that's what it should all be about. To some PJ O'Brien. I'm traveling south, yeah. I'm trying to work my way back home. I'm so broke and so hungry. Ain't got no money for the phone, yeah. My feet are so tired. I think I might lay down. My feet are so tired, yeah. I think I might lay down, yeah. Know the hundred miles, yeah, before I reach the next town. Well, fantastic. I mean, uh, from where I'm sitting, I've seen it grow from uh, infancy to um, having quite a, a cachet or brand, which is a term we can use. I, well, I use brand. Brand is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Great brand. And of course, there's lots of merchandise here. We see that around the place as well. Yeah, well, there's, there's very few independent musicians that can make it work without some extra form of income, I guess. And rather than teaching or going and finding a job somewhere, I decided that um, I would just, you know, merch, start selling hats and T-shirts and, you know, the the EP is kind of the next um, part of that. And I've got another EP that's already been recorded and that's in post-production so looking forward to seeing how this one plays out and yeah. then, and then you, you know much. kind of getting the long. next one done so so the um this new album um kings and queens is put out by blues roulette with four australian artists fronted by the blues roulette um house bands that's how it works yeah and, and was that the end of a, um, a live run that you recorded this? It was. So we did the Kings and Queens tour, which um, was four dates in Victoria um, with four artists from New South Wales. And, you know, we just... It was exactly the same concept where I... We had guests. Yes, they'd come from Sydney or wherever across New South Wales, but they turned up. We hadn't talked about what we were going to do. We hadn't talked about tunes or keys or vibe or whatever. And the artists just started songs and we we played them, Um, which is, I think, kind of the cornerstone of what the roulette's doing. It's a little different. Fantastic. And what do the musicians tell you they like about it? Well, that freedom, because we don't have any expectation um, of what the artist is going to do or should be doing. Um, they're you know people are really enjoying. They enjoy that. It's kind of like it's a show that isn't branded yeah. as their show, so they can turn up and do whatever they want. They yeah. can turn up and play ballads or jazz tunes or whatever, um, and it's kind of out of the box of their own career, so they don't have to spit out the new single or yeah. or play um, you know anything specific. Now I see on this EP, uh, Christina Cross, she's a great 
guitar slingerette, is that yes. the right term? Yeah. Guitarist or so the right no. correct term? I'm not I'm not touching the You're not gonna hers, go there. Uh, <laughs> but the, she's doing a Rolling Stones song on that EP. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, uh, I'd never heard that Rolling Stones song. It wasn't until <laughs> it wasn't until uh, I showed the recordings to um, Max Crawdaddy that he said oh that's a really interesting take on that Rolling Stones song that I even knew it was a Rolling Stones song must be an age thing maybe (laughs) Um, but yeah you know that's a a, you know that is you know it's a monstrous track and and her her guitar tone on that is just phenomenal Uh, yeah and Frank Sultana um, when I first heard that track I thought I was listening to a Levon Helm Track. I can I can imagine how you got there, yeah, and and because I've been listening to a bit of his stuff lately, and I love it. Mm. Stuff that he did during his later years, actually. Yeah, um, when he was quite ill for a while with cancer, I've eventually got him. Um, but that's original song, isn't it? From Frank's it is. Yeah, it is. And Frank's, you know, like all of the artists that that I had on that tour, um, I believe should be able to come to Melbourne or any other capital city and put on a ticketed show and and get 100 or 150 people pay to come out and see them. Yep. Yeah, Frank Sultano. Possible to build enough of a profile and enough of a brand that any of those artists can actually do that. They can't come down here and make that kind of money. They can't come down here and cover costs. Mm. Um, so for me, I, I viewed uh, the roulette's job in that instance as a, a springboard for these artists who, you know, you know Frank is, is one of my favourite artists and Cass is, is like family to me and these mm. guys are incredible, incredible artists. And, yeah. and But again, they, they couldn't come down and do these shows to the 150 people that we were pulling to the venues yeah. um, without a localised or a central branding sure. thing, you know, so... And, and I see that people like Pete Cornelius travel to Sydney with Jeremy Edwards and... Yep. Uh, Ian Collard, you know, that everybody's doubling up to, to, to get get some uh, leverage, I guess. Yeah. And in, in the local scene. It's the only way to it's the only way to make it work. And it's you know, I mean, when you go back, you know, it's people are talking about it like it's a new phenomenon. But when you go back and look at uh, tour bill posters 
of the you know chess records golden days mm, mm. muddy waters wasn't touring on his own no no never you know uh helen wolf wasn't they were all touring together that's right and some of them were um support acts when they started yes <laughs> yes and when they finished <laughs> And when they finish there, so you've also got Nathan Beretta, yes, who's not a, not a handgun but a great guitar gun. He is, yes, he is a monster player and another one of those guys that, on a musical level, um, is you know in the top five percent of guys in the country. I would say yeah. um, he's done the hard yards, he's done all the work. He's you know he's incredible, and he just happened to be. Uh, well, he lives around the corner from the venue that the EP was recorded in. Um, we needed a guitar amp, something. I can't remember whose amp broke, but someone's amp broke, and I called Nathan and said, hey, man, can we borrow an amp? So he turned up to drop the amp off and hung around for the show and ended up on stage playing with us, which is <laughs> just the way it happens. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. Yeah. And PJ O'Brien now, maybe you know, but he, ten years ago, he won the Sydney Blues Society gig to Memphis. And then he fell off the scene, and now he's come back. What, what was the background there, do you know? Look, I, I don't actually know that story, if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I know that he won the comp, and I know that he's done some great stuff. Um, and it's funny, because he's one of those artists that was never really on my radar, ever, mm. until very, very recently. I think we met at Broadbeach last year through Al Britton who's um, playing bass with PJ and Al's you know like I'm a massive Al Britton fan and so we were chatting and he introduced me to PJ and and I didn't even know that he'd had this really long standing Mm -hmm. kind of career or vibe and and, um, Jesse Valich kind of told me the story that you know yep he's you know he's a monster he's He's been around for a long time and I was like oh okay but yeah so I don't actually know but he's he's a great dude really easy to work with really easy to deal with really straightforward and you know yeah he's a great author too he writes great social media yes (laughs) unlike me who just rants (laughs) Um, no no you hit it on the nail there uh, Ben now Cass Eager um, family what's the connection well I when did I meet Cass Um, I met Cass Eager on a boat in the middle of Sydney Harbour about seven years ago or eight years ago on one of those Tony Cheney boat Sydney boat cruises and we just kind of really hit it off and and, um, we ended up partying together that night after the show and from that point on every time she's sort of come to Melbourne I've I've helped one way or another whether it's um, you know helping find venues or or playing in the band or whatever and, mm. and it's just one of those things that we now you know we do blues fest every year together and we hang out and she comes down and hangs out yeah, down here yeah. when she's here and just like I really love um, yeah she's just I've managed to absorb her into the the family yeah, a little bit of Cassiga from the uh, Kings and Queens album. That have been holding me Today's the day I'm breaking free 
Recordings with that band, fantastic. Yeah. So, so t- tell me, with this EP, when are you going to officially launch it? What's going to happen? So, I was a bit hum and ha about the whole release thing and and what it really meant today to release music and what it, you know, I kind of went back to what I'm trying to achieve nearly with the roulette and the branding and and stuff. Everyone says, oh, put it on Spotify and put it online and put it on here and and. and I, not that that not that that's a bad thing to do because there's definitely um, pros to to having the entire universe being able to get your music for free. But um, what I've decided to do is I'm I'm going to I'm just going to press CDs. I'm going to press like 500 CDs, and that's it. I'm never never going to do a repressing. There's not going to be extras. There's that's it. And if you've got a copy, you've got a copy, and you can listen to it to your heart's content. If you don't have a copy, that's totally fine. But that's it. Right. Um, we, yeah, I, I it kind of goes back to that idea that every blues roulette show is different mm-hmm. because there isn't a singer, and every show's improvised, and every show's special. Um, so to kind of then put it out online for everyone 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I felt kind of went against that. So yeah, that's why I've chosen not to do that. We are launching at the uh, Achuka Winter Blues Festival, which is the last weekend in July, um, which happens to line up with my birthday. So the whole kind of thing just kind of felt like the right place. Um, most of the artists that are on the EP are actually um, on the bill for the festival. So mm-hmm. we're going to get together and have a bit of a play with... Mm-hmm. Um, most of the guys, PJ, uh, unfortunately, won't be at the festival this year, but the other three guys will be there. Great. So on the Sunday, uh, July 28, we are going to have a jam with Cass Eager, Frank Sultana, Christina Croft, and someone. I've got to fill that hole. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have a jam. We're going to hopefully sell a couple of copies and, you know. So you can buy it at the festival at a gig. If, if you're not at a festival or a gig, but it hasn't kind of come through yet and I'm just um, pushing for people to uh, get in touch with me on Facebook um, or on Instagram great you know and I'm happy to post things out to people so they, they look up Ben Wicks or Blues Roulette Blues, Blues Roulette yeah. um, on either order and uh, you'll find me great yeah well you're doing a great thing with this Blues Roulette and um, certainly it's kicked off what, bigger than you thought I guess originally yeah it, it has built and it is building and who knows where it's going to end up. So um, what has to happen to say I'm done? I don't know. I guess uh, my life goals are to be able to pay the rent without stressing, own a car that passes all of the Uber requirements <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. 
be able to survive. Fantastic. Well, I think they're pretty modest uh, ambitions for something that's growing pretty rapidly. <laughs> so um, we, want to, we want to see you um, doing blue, Australian Blues for a letter to South by Southwest or something like that. Yes, well, we'll uh, see. All the Australian trade show in Beijing. Okay. Who knows? Yep. Who knows? Uh, stranger things have happened. Well, look, we really appreciate what you're doing, Ben, and um, great, great piece of work you've got out coming out on, on an album. Yep. And um, we wish you well with that, and um, thanks for giving us some time on the, on the dog. Thanks, Salt. Well, yeah, I've been talking with uh, Ben Wicks uh, from Blues Roulette. Going to go out with some uh, Christina Crofts uh, and uh, taking that Stone song. Let it bleed. from Blues Roulette and you're on Salty Dogs Blues and Roots Yes you are and um, fiddling with some dials here at the end of the uh, the show talk with uh, Ben Wicks from Blues Roulette great EP make sure you get a copy of it uh, when you can and um, get onto their Facebook page uh, at uh, Facebook there's been the Salty Dog Blues and Roots <laughs>